Blog Talk Radio. controversy for excitement I mean you know it's been one of the no not one of the this has been the most interesting NFL season of my life maybe the only one maybe maybe 82 um the strike the strike year might be pretty close because that was pretty wild um but other than that yeah and I can remember that far back so don't judge me but anyway we got a lot to talk about tonight be a great show. 
Let me bring on the man from Atlanta, the voice of reason, my younger brother, who I'm going to see soon. You know, I, one thing I love about the holiday time is I know I'm going to see my brother at some point, you know, so no matter what happens, I know that's coming up. So that excites me. JB, welcome to the Madden Voice. Yes, sir. My feelings and sentiments exactly. And by the way, I, I did happen to catch some of the highlights from that fight. Hilarious. That's the only way I can describe it is a straight-up hilarious. I was dying. <laughs> dying. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. It, um, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm at a loss for words because I've never, I mean, I've never seen a fight like that. And I mean, I honestly, I, I not that I would want to get in the ring with that that that, that wild man because I wouldn't, but I honestly feel like I could have done it better than homeboy that <clears throat> that was in there. I honestly do. I honestly feel like I could have done better than homeboy that was in there because I would do some punches. I would let I would let Brad know I was there. I mean, I may not have lasted any longer, but you know, you gonna stand in with your arms down, bro. I'm I'm, I'm gonna lick you. I'm gonna get one in before before you take me out. Before you send me into the third row unconscious, you know, I'm going to get one in on you. This dude, this dude can even, even do that. And he's a professional looking like the Pillsbury Doughboy up in there. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Woo. Anyway, let's bring on the other two, the other two uh, co-hosts. We've got, we've got Dr. Train and we've got K-Star. We've got JB. We've got Commissioner T. Hey, hey, the gang's all here. The Madden Voice. Gentlemen, welcome to the Madden Voice. Hey, what's up, T? What's up, Trey? What's, what's up, Jay? What up, what what up, up? fellas? Hey, who, who y'all call him? Pillsbury Doughboy that can't fight, man. Who, who y'all talking about? Man, you got to Google this You see that Deontay Wilder fight this weekend, bro? Deontay Wilder. Heavyweight, bruh. It was only oh, a round. Oh, 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 okay. Just, no, just, I, I watched. It's only a round. Just Google it. Okay, I, I, I was watching UFC George St. Pierre. I put, uh, you know what I'm saying, I saw A.J. Green go all real nigga choke, and he got it well, from well, the night before go all real nigga choke. That's where I'm going. You see, you, you missed the intro. You missed the intro, but that's where I was going. I'm like, is the NFL, the WWE, is it MMA, is it boxing? And I brought up the fight. I forgot about the GSP. I did see that one, too. GSP, GSP a bad boy, too. He a bad boy. Man. He a bad boy. He fought in four years and, and, and took out the guy with the most wins in UFC history. And he ain't fought in four years. He's a bad boy, too. And I say all this to say... NFL, what what the hell what the hell is going on? These dudes is throwing balls. These dudes is fighting. What is going on? We got a lot to talk about tonight, gentlemen. But I don't want to start there just yet. Um, I'm trying to um, I'm trying to do something here, but it's it's not working. You know, it's the problem with blog talk radio. You know, sometimes y'all just piss me off. So let me just do this while I'm waiting. How about them cowboys? You know what I'm saying? I had to get that out there because, you know, you know, with, yes, with, 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 with three straight wins and, um, 
looking like the team of last year, looking looking mighty. You know, what I'm saying defense looking good, offense always looks good. You know, I'm just I'm just excited as a as a pig in slop. You probably oh okay. Let me see. Hold on here. I'm just excited. I'm I'm excited about the Cowboys. We're gonna talk about the Cowboys. We're gonna talk about, um, you know, we're gonna talk about and and my co-host really sent some good topics and um before I change um this 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 week they sent some good stuff. In. Um, we're gonna talk about um you know oh, I heard that was <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, we're going to talk about who your mid-season, mid-season MVP is. Um, we're going to talk about, you know, uh, you know, who's the favorites now. I mean, now I think you can start – now that half the season is over, I think it's okay to, um, you know, to talk about, okay, how's it looking now? I think, I think now it's okay. I really think before that, eh, you know, I wasn't feeling it. I really, I really, I really wasn't feeling it. Um, I'm sorry. I just, I just got, um, I just, they're giving me, they're giving me all types of, I don't know what Block Talk Radio is doing to me tonight. Um, yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, and now I think you start talking about the playoffs and we start talking, we start looking ahead a little bit, you know, there's certain teams that, you know, just ain't going nowhere. Um, we know the, 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 the let's start with the Giants. I like that one. Let's start with the Giants. There's a lot of talk about Eli Manning. There's a lot of talk about um, the head coach. There's a lot of talk. What do you do if you're the owner of the Giants? What do you do? Do you fire the coach? Do you let the season ride? Do you trade Eli? Well, the trade deadline's over, so you can't trade Eli. Should you have traded Eli? Um, do you, do, you know, what do you do with the Giants? And the reason I ask, the reason why the Giants are relevant is because you have a, a starting quarterback that has two Super Bowl rings. So we're not talking about the Browns here, okay? You know, we're, we're talking about a team. We're not talking about the 49ers. You know what I mean? There's no relevance with either one of those two teams. We're talking about the Giants. We're talking about a team that many people picked in the preseason to win the division, that spent a lot of money in, in free agency in the offseason. Okay, and, and this is a team that has a Manning at quarterback. So, what do you do with the Giants? Jay is is your division. You know this division. What do you do with Eli? What do you do with the Giants? Where where are you at? If you're you put on what's what's the owner's name? What is it? The Mara family still or someone? I don't know who owns them. Yeah. Uh, Jason yeah. Floyd owns them. Tish, there you go. All them, all 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 of them, all them New Yorkers. What do you do? What do you do with the uh, Giants, JB? Well, you know, it, it makes me think because you look at the the model that everybody really tries to go by, which is the Patriots, and they seem to let folks go just a year or two before you either got to pay them big money or a year or two before they start to show some decline in their performance. And obviously Eli is, is neither because he's been paid the big money already and he's already well past his prime. The, the one thing that makes me give him a pass, well, actually, too, I mean, like you said, T, he's a two-time Super Bowl winning champion, regardless of how he got there. He is a two-time Super Bowl winning champion. But he's also been decimated by injuries. You've got your number one and number two targets gone. you got a beat-up offensive line and no running game. So it's hard to pin everything on Eli. Not to say that he's not at fault for some of the things that have gone on. He certainly has, but I wouldn't pin everything on him. I'd give him another year hopefully with the full weaponry back and see what happens. 
Um, and it's really because of that and the fact that he's a, a Super Bowl champ that I give him a pass. If it had been anybody else, uh, just about anybody else, I probably would have tried to trade him already and, and just start the whole rebuilding process. Because I think folks knew by the time the, uh, the trading wire came, this was a team that wasn't going anywhere. Okay. Train your thoughts on the Giants. Um, Clifford Brother Jay made some made some nice points, but I think starting with the players is uh that's, that's a little too late in the game. You got to start much higher than that, man. Uh, I'm not a big fan of their head coach. I don't I don't I don't really see how he leads men. I don't really see him as a leader of men. GM's responsibility is to bring in players, quality players, uh, that can play ball on both sides of the ball. They haven't done that well via the draft, um, which is supposed to be the main way to build your team. And they just they haven't done a good job of that. So personally for me, I start there. You know, it's not like they don't have some talent on that team. And if you have, you know you got talent on your team, you gotta have somebody to lead this talent. You gotta have somebody to put these guys in position to make plays offensively and defensively. But both of your coaches fast. And you gotta have somebody who's supposed to make sure when things go bad you know, yep, your backup is your backup for a reason, but you also brought your backup in with some potential uh, also to be a starter in some situations. So I'll start with the head coach and GM. Okay. Okay, Star, jump on in here. Put your general manager hat on. What do you do with the Giants? I think you call this a lost season based off the – amount of injuries they've undergone. Um, you know, it's been kind of insane. You lose Odell Beckham, one of the best players in all of football. And then you have just the, the continuing lapses in coverage and, and defense. Last year they were known as a top defense in the league. Uh, the personnel is mostly the same. Um, so I think that, you know, going off the slow start obviously hurt them. Um, and when you look at it from a GM standpoint, you know, you look at your coach and you look at your talent, you know, it's not like the talent eroded, just the talent is not responding and the talent is also injured. So, um, it's they weren't tough responding when because, they weren't injured. Yeah, no, I agree. It's tough, though, because they've had offensive line issues and, and inability to run the football for, like, three or four years now, and they haven't solved it. So, the GM is definitely at fault as well. Um so I don't know if you do a rehaul, but I would at least start with the head coach uh, who's getting nothing out of his team. His team's clearly given up on him. I don't know if you guys saw the highlight of um, that. They asked him, you know, what they said to the guys at halftime, um, uh, Ben McAdoo, and he was just like, um, and he paused for like 15 awkward seconds and uh, had, had no answer. And this is like, Jesus. It's just you guys didn't need to see it. It just it was just awkward and awful, and you could tell why. You could tell that just nothing's going for them at all, and it's it's also in a lack of leadership. Yeah, no, I saw it, and um, right now he'd be gone. Um, you know he'd be gone. But I I, I want to backtrack and say, you know I think they should have, um did Eli a favor and gave him a chance to go play elsewhere. I think at this point, you know, it kind of makes me think of the Yankees and, you know, um, 
you know, Girardi was, a, and I'm not a Yankee fan. I'm not even really a baseball fan, but I don't, you know, I get smothered with it up here in New England. And uh, Girardi was a really good coach, but, you know, they came out and they said they just felt like his voice, you know, he he had kind of maxed out his time and and they need a new voice in the locker room. And I remember when Jimmy Johnson retired, or um, not retired, but, you know, left Dallas and everybody said that he was forced out and, and you know, we'll never know the truth because Jimmy's not going to throw Jerry Jones under the bus because, you know, Jerry Jones gave, gave, him a, gave him an opportunity. So, but what Jimmy Johnson said was, you know, after we won the second Super Bowl and, and knowing how hard it was after the first one and in the regroup and to come back and do it a second time, I just didn't think I had what it take to get them there for a third straight time. And I felt it was a good time to step down and let new leadership come in and do it. Now, looking back on it, I think Jimmy could have done it, but that's just my opinion. I look at the Giants and I say, Eli's never been great. He's a Manning and he's got two rings thanks to two great Super Bowls. But he's never been great. But he has been serviceable. And he has been known to make a play here and there to get you a win or to keep you in the game. But I think at this point, I just don't see, I don't see it anymore. And I think it's kind of, you know, you know, happened with his brother, and he got a chance to go to Denver, and he was able to get another ring. I think the franchise show, you know, I think that's how you show him some love. Hey, look, this ain't, it ain't gonna happen here, but we want to give you a chance to go somewhere else. And there are teams that could use Eli Manning. You know, there are teams that, you know, uh, that have had uh, you know, quarterback injuries. I mean, when you're taking Jay Cutler out of the booth to, to play on your team, you know, there are teams that would, would, I'm sure would have traded for Eli. And you're trading, you're probably going to get third-round pick, maybe, third round. It's not bad. And Lord knows the Giants need it. So I just think they missed an opportunity, you know, throw in Davis Webb, Play out the year. Give him some experience. Find out if he's your guy or not. If he's your guy, great. If he's not, then go into the draft. Get your player. Get get your new head coach. Because this guy, this this guy, what, what's his name? I don't even know his name. What's his name? What's, what's, what's Ben 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 something or other? McAdoo. Yeah, McAdoo. Yeah, McAdoo. Uh, I, only McAdoo I know was a basketball player. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, get him. Get, yeah, get get him out of there. And um, you know, I just think that. And, and, you know, and this is what becomes frustrating when you're a fan. You know, when you're a fan and you see these things and it gets, you know, and, and, and you look at your team and you say, you know, what are you doing? Train has expressed this frustration with Chicago. You know, what are you guys doing? You know, and, and I think if I'm a Giant fan, I'm sitting there saying, what are you doing? It's you're one in seven now. I mean, thank God for the 49ers, or you would be the laughing, well, you actually still are the laughing stock. But, but you know, it's, it, it's terrible. It's terrible. Anyway, so that's what I would do. Um, I've been trying like heck to, um, get this, to get this clip uploaded into Blog Talk Radio, but Blog Talk Radio just is acting funky tonight. I don't know why. I paid my bill. I don't get it. It's just being difficult, so I can't unload the clip. But I do want to talk about Tony Romo and Deion Sanders. Um, and 
I, I don't have the clip because I wanted to play Dion's response. But you know, for anybody out there that that may have missed it, um, and I saw it, I saw both of these actually happen at, live as they happened. I saw the Tony comment because uh, I was watching the game, and then I saw the Dion comment because I was watching the uh, you know the NFL uh, Network do they do about a one hour recap of all the um, of all the uh, 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 games for the day. So I actually saw both things happen. And when it happened, I said, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. So Tony Romo commented on uh, uh, Kansas City cornerback and said he doesn't like the tackle. He makes Deion Sanders look like a good tackler. And so they they, they brought it to Deion's attention. And Deion – and it was very funny. Deion was very funny. But he, you know, pretty much said, you know, Tony – he said, Tony, why? Why are you coming at me? You know, he said, I got a gold jacket I didn't buy. You know, um, you never won the big one. You know, you're two and four, Tony. You know, he said, he said, I it cracked me up. He said, I tried to take the high road, but I don't know the address. You know, I mean, Dion was killing me. You know? The shit was funny. Okay, the shit was funny. Um, you know, and it, and it was. And I'm going to try to upload it because I don't know why Block Talk Radio is being funky tonight. But I'm going to try to upload it. But um, um, let, me, let, me start, let me start with, with, with K-Star on this one. You know, I mean, you know, you asked the question, whose side are you on? Uh, so whose side are you on? Now, I'm going to just say one other thing, and then I'm going to turn it back over. Um, it hurts me because this is cowboy versus cowboy. You know, I don't like cowboy on cowboy crime. I, I don't like it. Bad enough I got to do a black got to do a black on black crime, but now I got to do a cowboy on cowboy crime. Okay, I'm, I'm I'm not a fan of this. I'm not a fan of this. But anyway, it is a topic. So K Star, I'll start with you. What are your thoughts on it? Well, I love cowboy and cowboy crime. It's very entertaining for the rest of us. Um, and uh, you know, I'm on really both your sides. Dion, but more specifically, Dion. You know, Dion is funny. Dion made it funny. He he. Some people say he took it too personally, but, I mean, he just clapped back. Tony made a joke on national TV. You know, it could have been a little embarrassing. Sure it was, but Dion did what Dion had to do and uh, let him know that there's levels to this game, and Dion is on a level that really hardly anyone can touch when it comes to, uh, you know, talking about the, the quality of player. And, uh, you know, they were having fun, and that was that was hopefully Tony didn't take it personally, but – I mean, the uh, end was funny, and that's what matters most in these scenarios. As long as you're funny, then it's all good. Well, let me let me let me just say this. According to Stephen A. Smith, who spoke to Dion, Dion was serious. Uh, according to Stephen A. Now, I'm not saying you know I'm just I'm just hey man I'm just I'm you know we're media too guys. We may not be mainstream media, you know, but TMZ didn't start off as mainstream media either. Okay, so we're media, and according to Stephen A. Smith. He had a conversation with Dion, and Dion was serious. And Dion doesn't particularly care for Tony Romo. Now, that part of it is real, although Dion was funny as hell. But that part of it was real, okay? Anyway, um, JB, what do you think? Uh, I thought the whole thing was hilarious because I saw it. I cracked up. When he said, I got a gold jacket I didn't buy, it. I was rolling. The high road, don't know the address, I was gone. But um, I'm going to crack up because that's, that's a line I got to steal. I want to take the high road, but I don't know the address. Ooh, I got to steal that. Um, I, I think, well, let's go back to what Tony said. Let's just start there because that's really where everything began anyway. 
Was he wrong for saying it? I don't think so because we've all seen Dion play. He's known for picking off passes and getting under full skin. He's not known for being a Ray Lewis or cornerback. So it's not like he was telling a fib. It's the truth. I mean, Dion doesn't tackle. Um, for Dion to come back and say what he had to say, I thought it was funny. Now, if it's serious, then, then that's a different discussion. But I thought it was, I thought it was all fun and jesting, and I didn't really see a huge big problem about it. Did, did he tote the line? Yeah, he, he got close to it, but I still thought the whole thing was funny and it'll, it'll blow over. Okay. Dr. Train. And JB and K-Star got way too much information. Look, man, I thought with Dion. You're going to grab like that? You're going to make a joke about a player like that? So be, be prepared. You know what I'm saying? I, I, don't, I don't care who you are and whether you find it slightly funny or mildly funny, but Hey, be prepared that somebody may not take it the way you intended. And if they don't, definitely be prepared for their response. So, love what Dion said, and yeah, I decide with Dion. Period. Well, I, I, here, here's where I'm at on it, and it's really one question: Is the shit true? And see if it's true, then if then where I'm sitting, shut up, Dion, because it's true. Not only is it true, Dion himself has came out and said it back when he was a player. His quote, I don't have the exact words, but the gist of it was, it is a business decision who I decide to tackle. I don't tackle just anybody. For instance, a Brandon Jacobs, I ain't going to tackle. This is Dion who said it. So when Tony refers to something that, number one, we all know is true, and number two, you yourself admitted then why do you feel the need to retaliate? What's, that's what I don't get. If Tony had said Dion was an overrated quarterback, hey, man, <laughs> all bets are off, bro. You, you, you know, good luck, Tony, on that one. You know, or something along those lines that is personal, then I'd say, hey, Tony, you stepped out of bounds. But he said something that anybody who follows NFL knows Deion Sanders, one, didn't like the tackle, was selective when he tackled, and for the most part, couldn't tackle. And every once in a while, when Dion got his mood on, he'd make a hit. But for the most, that's why I thought when he came back and went to the Ravens as a safety, I cracked up. I said, does he not know safety's tackle? <laughs> does, he, does he not know this? You know? Um, but I, 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 I side with Tony for that reason because it's true. So it's not a shot if I'm telling the truth, number one. And number two, they're both in the media now. They both are in position to analyze players. Dion knows that. The, the context was that that guy on the field can't tackle. Now, he was comparing him to Dion, a Hall of Famer, two-time Super Bowl champion, arguably the best – well, I, I don't think it's arguably. I think he was the best cornerback ever. And if yes. you talk about best NFL players ever, he's in my top five just all-around athletes on the field, he's in my top five, okay? I get all that. But if you listen to Tony, he just, you know, he, it, was as mad, it, was, it was Tony Romo. We've watched Tony. Everyone loves Tony. Oh, my God, Tony's great. Well, this is what makes Tony Romo great. Is it's just like, I mean, I can see me, K-Star, Dr. Train, and JB sitting in my living room with a big-ass pizza, well, trains with us. Okay, veggie pizza for train. Veggie pizza. And, and, um. I gotta have a fucking veggie pizza, man. Man, you like the big, oh, 
Never mind. A healthy. Never mind. Health nut. Yeah. Health nut. Yeah. 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 It does not you mean got, you I got some don't brew, right? need. So, see, see? There's no, that's, I said, that's not even a fucking thing. Yeah. But see, there you go. Train your being a Dion. You're being a Dion right now. Exactly. You're being a Dion. No, 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 I'm not. I said yeah, yeah, you, you are. You didn't let him finish. We didn't let him finish. Carry on. Still, it's still pizza. I like this. It's still pizza. Carry on. Okay. It's still pizza. Hey, I like veggie. Carry on. I like veggie. It's still pizza. But anyway. It's like something that we could have been saying sitting in my living room. We could have been in my living room watching the game and, and watching someone muff a tackle and say, damn, Dion could tackle better than that. You know what I'm saying? It's just, and that's how Tony came across. He didn't come across like he had any malice or will intention. You know, and that's why I don't like it. I don't like the cowboy or cowboy crime. Come on now. You are both cowboy legends. One is an NFL legend, and one is a cowboy legend. I can't say Tony's an NFL legend. Sorry, Tony. I love you, but you didn't get to that point. But you're a cowboy legend. You're a cowboy. You broke every passing record that Starbuck and Aikman ever did. You broke all their records. You, you, you're you're the, statistically the most prolific passer in the history of the Dallas Cowboys. You'll be in the ring of honor one day. There's no doubt about that. Okay? Um, but I don't like this. And I don't like this at all. You know? And Dion, this one, and, and let me just say this. I love Dion as a player, and I love, I love certain things he does on the NFL Network. I like if you ball, you get the call. I like that, and it's not always the name, you know, player that gets the call. Sometimes it's the obscure guy that had a really good game, and I love that. I love that. What I don't like is when it's when it's four or five weeks into it, and Dion's already putting a fork in teams, and and you know he he. He, there's a certain side of him that's so critical, and it's like, I'm Dion, I can do no wrong, I can say whatever I want, I can do whatever I want. There's that little bit of, I, don't, I can't describe it, but I watch all of these shows, I watch everybody, I watch, I watch you know, Ray Lewis and Randy Moss and Charles Woodson and all these guys, you know, and just Dion, I don't know, just something about it rubs me a little bit. Like, I get it. You're one of the greatest players ever. But right now, you're not a player. You're retired, bro. Let that go. <laughs> Let that go. You know, they all call him Prime. You know, it's like he's still trying to hold on to the glory of yesteryear. No, Prime was your name when you played. You ain't Prime Time no more. You're just Dion now, bro. Sorry, I loved you when you played, except for the last couple of years when you had Turf Toe and Randy Moss pretty much shitted on you for two years. But I, I won't get into that right now. I won't get into that. I won't get into that right now. But, but before that, you would, you would, you would a man. You would a man. Loved you. Had a good time watching oh, when you came oh, back. Oh. What? Come on. What? Oh. What? Yeah. 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 Let me let me slide in because I I really don't like the the. the the, the shit talk that you're gonna give me Dion at the at the at the present moment. One, you can't lose the name of prime time when you're the one. She set that precedence. We only reason we know about prime time is because of because of Dion. Second, for Tony Romo to say that just because it's true doesn't mean you say it. Okay. Why can't so he say? He could have chose well, anybody, but he could have chose, but he could have chose anybody. He could have chose any other tack, but instead you choose a guy who was the best at his position when he played. Coverage. And you choose him to pick on his tackling. But but still, you choose him versus any other bad tackling corner because there were a lot of them. But you choose him. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who has a reputation like Dion? 
Wait a minute, though. You made a statement. He's I wanted to that one statement. Go ahead. Get your point, Garth. Go ahead. You got the floor. My, my point is, true or not, if you choose to say it, then he has a right to say something back. Whether, it's a, whether you feel like it's a joke, I mean, you say it as a joke, but it doesn't mean that person has to take it as a joke. And, if you know, the analysts, normally they talk about players that are playing. You talked about a player that's no longer, play, no longer player. Or you talk about a former player when it comes to that because you wanted to crack a joke in that moment. So I don't, I don't think it's what's that. wrong with, with, with Dion coming back with what he said. So, so first of all, who has a bigger reputation of being a non-tackler in the NFL than Deion Sanders? I'll wait. Who? Exactly. That, exactly. There is, there, but, but that's what my point is. When you think of cornerbacks that, that don't tackle, Deion comes to mind. If you follow football, it's Deion. There's no one else. It's Deion. So... I don't, de- I, don't debate, I don't debate that part. Right. I don't debate okay, that so at to all. Make, so to make his point, he picked the best, and frankly, in my opinion, the only example out there, because I'm trying to think of another one that would come to mind that we could all say, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, what about him? Oh, yeah. I can't think of one that we could all agree on. We all know Dion didn't like to tackle. We, we know that. When you get past Dion, who else you got? And it's but, – but, my problem with this train is it's the truth. He didn't say Dion was overrated. He didn't say, oh, Dion only got them Super Bowls because of the prolific offense that the Cowboys and the 49ers had. He, did, he said the truth, which is <coughs> Dion didn't like to tackle. So, and yet, am I, and, but oh, see my, okay, I'm sorry. But, but, but Dion went back, and to me, Dion's response was personal. You know, you, you you know, two and four in the playoffs. How many interceptions did you throw uh, in 2012? And you know, it was like it was personal, and it and was. it was it was statistically accurate, but it was meant to yes. it was it was it was meant in a I'm going to get you way. Where Tony, if you watched when he did it, I watched it. There was no malice in Tony's voice. He was half laughing when he said it. No. And you, you are you are one hundred percent right. My whole point is though, if you're gonna if you're gonna say something like that, you know what I'm saying, if you're gonna crack a joke that way, um, it's his ideal that you have some kind of relationship with the person that you're cracking a joke with to know that they won't take it personal because it's evident that Dion took it personal. That's why I don't have an issue with, with, with Dion's response. Well, and, I have an and issue with used, it. Sorry. Like you said, truth truthful statistics in his clapback. Yeah, but it was uh, it was intentional to get back at Tony where Tony wasn't trying to get at Dion. He it, it wasn't there was no intention if you if you listen the way Tony did it, it it was not there was no negativity no, I, in his I, voice I, at all. And and so so my point is why Dion so thin-skinned? Why are you so thin-skinned? Because it's I mean, true. you're both and in the it's yeah. true. Right, exactly. He he got sensitive. He got butt hurt over it because it's true. And I'm saying, Dion, man, just rise above that shit. If I was Dion, what I would have said? 
Yeah, yeah. You know what? <clears throat> I played I played twelve years in the NFL because I didn't hit anybody bigger than me. <laughs> Smart ass me. You know what I mean? There's plenty of things you could have said that wouldn't resort to what he resorted to, which I just thought was I just didn't think that was necessary. You know, Tony Tony ain't that kind of dude. Tony ain't trying to go at you. Tony ain't you know what I mean? Tony is that's not Tony Romo. Tony's just up there well, entertaining people. That's all. He may get him to think twice the next time he want to crack a joke on a player that got some accolades behind him. You know what I'm saying? Tony, saying. You know what? I, I honestly don't And maybe he Tony doesn't care. Him. I really don't. I think everyone I mean, else, we all care. But I don't think, knowing Tony Romo, I think Tony heard what he said and laughed at it and went on, went, went, went on, went on with his life. I don't think Tony cared. Tony got about $120 million sitting in the bank. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, loved Dion, but he didn't make that much in his career because they weren't making that much back when Dion played. So, um, you know, but I'm, I'm just saying, I don't think Tony cared. But I think when we're analyzing it, I'm just saying, you know, I just feel like if it's true, then what's your problem? If you know it's true and you yourself came out and said it yourself, so all he's doing is saying exactly what you said, then why, why, why are you taking it personal? That's, that's just my point. Now, he said Ray Lewis couldn't tackle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then okay, Tony, what the fuck you looking at? You know, but he said Dion, and we all know Dion. And just now, when I said, name me another cornerback that's got a reputation for not tackling, his phone got quiet in the mug because we know yeah, who, we know is, who that is. And the thing is, I mean, you got to remember his job to commentate, and, and even if you list some obscure player, like it's not gonna be relatable to the common common fan. Everyone knows who Dion is. Everyone. There's not a person watching the NFL who does not know who Deion Sanders is. And so it was a great – you know, it wasn't just a joke. It wasn't just a joke. I mean, it was also analysis, too, because it's true. So, I mean, you know, I, guess, I guess I get you guys' point of, you know, why I take it personal, but I think part of this is based on who it, come, who it came from. Yeah, I mean, Dion, Dion obviously got upset by it. <laughs> Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. And I, and I and I think that's what confuses me because if I'm if I'm prime time, okay, I'm calling him prime. If I'm prime time, okay, and and I, I know my my uh credentials, you know. You think Michael Jordan got hurt when LeVar Ball said he could beat him one on ball one on one? Michael laughed. <laughs> you know, Michael laughed it off. Michael just cracked up. You know, there's certain times where if you know who you are you don't even like. You don't even have to. You know, really? He said, "What? Oh, okay, yeah, that's that, that, that's cute." You know, this is one of my favorite lines. Oh, really? Huh. That's cute. You know, and you just go on because you don't even justify it. If you got, if it's something that affected you, but I just wish he hadn't made it kind of like personal. You know, I mean, because I can sit and defend Tony Romo's career to anybody. You know, the, the numbers are what they are, but for a lot of those years, Tony had nobody to play with. You know, Tony carried the Cowboys for many years. They didn't have the offensive line that they ended up getting late in his career. They didn't have the running game that they got late in his career. They didn't have – well, they, they had, they had you know, T.O. and Roy Williams. Uh, but didn't have what they ended up getting. Tony carried that team for many years. That team was built around Tony Romo when Bill Parcells put him in there and then Bill said, hey, you know what? I'm going to let another coach come in here and do what they got to do. And then Wade Wilson came in. Wade Wilson was a waste of a coach, of a head coach. Great defensive coordinator, terrible head coach. And then Jason Garrett stepped up. And now you see the team that they built for Tony because Dak is running it and doing damn well with it. But anyway, I digress. 
I hope I hope it doesn't go any further though. That that I'm serious about. I hope it just stays right there. I just you know, I don't think Tony's gonna carry it. Be entertaining. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, it was funny though. It was no, funny when he said, "I got a cool jacket I didn't buy." That that shit, and he said, "I try to take the high road, and don't know the address." That that did crack me up. I I can't I cannot I cannot tell a lie that did crack me up. Um, so anyway, um, so mid season, right? I said we're at mid season. Um, who's your MVP? I think it's good to talk about MVP now. Um, let's let's start with JB. JB, who's your midseason MVP? Well, it's probably seeming kind of obvious, but um, I mean, team with the best record, who's the quarterback? Carson Wentz right now. I mean, the guy's playing. He's playing like a seasoned veteran, and he's got his team, got team rolling. And uh, I mean, there's there's some other worthy candidates out there. Uh, you, some folks could even say Deshaun Watson is a possibility, even though he's not out for the year. Uh, some people could say Dak Prescott with what he's been able to do, sophomore slump that never did happen after playing better than he did last year. You can say Breeze. You can even say Brady. But um, I did not expect Philadelphia to be this good. They showed flashes of it, but they've been consistent, and I keep hearing the word complete. And I think I think Wentz has a lot to do with the fact that they're a complete team, especially on the offensive side of the ball. So, uh as much as I don't want to, I would have to say right now I put him as the uh, as the MVP of the league at this point. He's at least a midseason MVP. Okay. Uh, K Star. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, we'll see if it lasts, but definitely Carson Wentz is mine as well. The dude's been a machine. Um, you know, arguably the best team in the league right now. Again, still have a long way to go, but he's been on point. Uh, it's been engineering, and, and what he did to Denver was so impressive to that defense. He, you know, it, it. I had some questions of you know how they would hold up against Denver's pass rush, and Carson was just dicing them up and lit them up. So it was really impressive to see, and um, he's just been really, really complete all year, and has been leading the team. So I think he uh, right now is definitely the MVP, um, and we'll see what happens halfway through. <laughs> Dr. Train. Uh, I would have to agree with the other two guys, man. Um, uh, my thing, I guess, that's most impressed me, second-year quarterback, uh, definitely didn't look uh, this way last year. He was finished at the bottom of the division, and now we're all, you know, just around midway through the season, uh, they're leading the division, and they look like a complete team, and I wish I knew more players on their defense. I like I like giving more accolades to defense. Their defense is really is is playing well as a unit. Um, but definitely for a second year quarterback uh, to be able to lead his team uh, the way he's doing is uh, impressive. Um, uh, did you say? I'm sorry, I I missed it. I was I was trying to upload this thing. Did you say Carson Wentz as well? <laughs> no, seriously, I missed yeah, the whole no. thing. Yes, he did. He did. Okay, I'm trying to upload this. I'm trying to upload this file, and I, 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 I wasn't listening, so I apologize. I apologize. I apologize, train. 
She'd be like, yeah, whatever, whatever you said, bro. It seems gotcha. so obvious because everyone who's saying Carson Wentz, he'd be like, you know what, let me block this one out. Don't do the same thing. <laughs> like, let me not uh, I heard the other two. Nah, nah, same thing. nah, me... nah. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. my quarterback. Yeah, nah, man, nah. It's just, um, yeah, I struggled with this one. Um, I struggled, really struggled with this one. Um, I, I tried to come up with every reason possible for it not to be Carson Wentz um, because he's an eagle. Um, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Same boat, I ain't gonna lie, man. I sat there. I looked at stats. I looked at everything, man. I'm like, it's gotta be something that I can point to so I can give it to Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to Tom Brady. I can't stand Tom Brady either, but I'll give it to him. But, you know, unfortunately, I have to keep my football integrity intact and go ahead with with uh, Wentzylvania, Wentz in a lifetime, you know, Carson Wentz. Um, oh, man. Wentzylvania. That's awesome. Wentzylvania? What? Wentz in a lifetime? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I had to give that. Okay. I if I hear that anywhere else. else. If I hear that anyone else, we're going to court. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I had to, I had to give it to them. I mean, um, they are eight and one, and you know, and I had to be fair. A year ago, the Cowboys were eight and one, and I was preaching Dak as MVP um, or Zeke. I think I was leaning towards Dak. Um, Dak, you're Dak. Yeah, I was yeah, leaning I towards Dak. Yeah. The, the, you know, there's always the argument that. That, you know, with that running back, Dak doesn't have to do so much. I think people this year are seeing what I've been saying about, yes, it's great to have a good offensive line and a great running back, but you need a quarterback. You need, and I think people are watching the Cowboys and seeing, yeah, (laughs) you're seeing a guy that's making plays, even with, you know, a behemoth running back back there. He's making plays. He's making the right pass. He's on his feet and all that. Um, but I can't say Dak this year. I can't at five and three, um, getting whooped up by the Broncos, which I still don't know what team that was because really this team could be seven and one with the two losses that they lost late and they had thirty points in both games and lost. This team could very easily be seven and one. That one game was like, huh? I, I you know, but. Um, Hey, the Eagles look strong. The Eagles look good. They picked up Ajayi. Um, you know, they, they lost their left tackle, and it doesn't even look like it phased them. They put 51 on one of the best defenses in the NFL. Um, I, I can't lie and say they look good. Now, I will be honest to say I am not worried. I, I think we're going to play them very strong. It's, it's a division game, and division teams know each other. So I'm not scared, but they do look good. They do look good. And uh, Wentz has played well, and I will give Wentz this. I don't know that I've seen, I think I said this once before, and he continues to do it, that much of an improvement from the first and the second year. I mean, he's a totally different quarterback. Now, I don't know, I mean, you know, the team's a little bit different, scheme's a little bit different, but he's just playing much better this year than last year. It's like it's like he matured and caught up to the speed of the game and he, he's really he's doing well. Um so he showed I, some I, flashes I, I, last year. Just a little bit. Yeah he showed he showed he showed some but, he beat the shit out um, my Steelers he beat the shit out my Steelers last year. I remember that. Oh my god. He lost like thirty eight to yeah. then it was ridiculous. He played so good. But yeah, he's he definitely a lot better. But, but, 
But, you know, it's just like, like I said, the Cowboys got whooped up by the Broncos, and then the Chiefs spanked the Broncos, and the Cowboys spanked the Chiefs. So, I mean, there's no – Yeah, I was just saying, you know I was what just mean? saying he had a little, little bit of flash, but, yeah, not like this. Yeah, 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 a little bit. Yeah, a little bit of flash. Yeah, a little bit of flash. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm going to get some uh, raggets <laughs> and some rolls and, and reason my lips. Ha, 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 ha. Every day. Sorry, it just makes me feel young every time I hear that. Anyway, you were about to say train? Okay. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, you know, in regards to your comment about the Cowboys playing the Eagles, I think, you know, you got a totally different game there because we do the, it's just it's a, it's a different matchup. Uh, matchups matter this, this season, and it, it's showing more prevalent, prevalent each week when you can hardly pick the winner because we're not – we're discounting the different strengths of the different teams. I will say this past week, I did not pick the Cowboys to beat Kansas City. I, I thought I thought I didn't think the Cowboys defense was that strong. And uh, man, if the defense can continue to play like that in the latter part of the season, you got a totally different team. They stay healthy, and if if they stay healthy, and if Sean and Sean Lee stays on the field, yeah. And then John Lee was not on the they, they need him so bad. I yeah, they do. And and on top of that, I saw Des Bryant finally like turning to like, oh, dude, you're leaping for ball. You two hands, you're you're diving, you're you look number one now, bro. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know what? And, and Well well and, welcome and, back. <laughs> yeah, and and, th- and you know what, and thank you for the segue because um, I'm, we're going to segue into your thoughts on um, can Dallas can can Dallas catch Philly? We're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, but um, you know, just just on that note, um, yes, it's about time. I've been I have been screaming all year. Where is he? You know, he he has the talent to be and has been previously. You know, I mean, it was one year that, you know, I thought he was the best wide receiver in the NFL and, and argued with K-Star all year about it. Um, and, and since then, he's had some injuries and quarterback change and this, that, and the other. And so I, you know, pretty much threw on the towel with him. Um, but this game looked like death. I mean, he only played three quarters, and thank God the ankle doesn't look – it looks, you know, he's day-to-day. So, you know, it looks pretty good for him to play Sunday. Um but let's hope you know he's had ankle issues in the past, so let's 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 hope. But but yeah, he looked like the Dez of old, and I think that um um you know if the Cowboys if this team who I've seen over the last three weeks keeps playing at that level, um and I'm at the point now, and I'm curious JB's thoughts on it, but you know I love Zeke. Don't get me wrong, I love Zeke. I love Zeke, and I'd love him back there. I'm just now not thinking that. The team needs a full tent if Zeke, for some reason, they're going to have the hearing on Thursday. And for those of you who don't know, this is it. This is the hearing to decide whether he gets um, to play for the rest of the year or not. Are they going to um, 
um, whatever the term that they use, uh, uh, table the suspension uh, for the rest of the year. And if and, and they're going to decide that, or the hearing is Thursday. I don't know that they're they're going to decide it on Thursday. And if the hearing is Thursday, and um, we should get it, you know, pretty quick at making these decisions. And um, the legal experts feel pretty good that at this point he's going to be allowed to play the rest of the year. That's that's kind of what I'm hearing. Um, the scuttlebutt is they feel pretty good that um, he's going to get to play the rest of the year. Um, and 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 I'm sorry, guys. I know I I, I bounced around. I need to just say this. Um, I, I hope that, um, Roger Goodell is ousted as the, uh, commissioner of the NFL. And, and here's why, um, it is not okay. What we, what we have seen with penalties over the last few years and the lack of consistency with them. And the CBA, we all know that the CBA has given him ultimate power, and he has not used it wisely. And it starts back with Ray Rice and that whole mess. And now you have a guy who has said, I didn't do it, who the court said there's insufficient evidence to prosecute, who the NFL's lead investigator said that the witness, the the accused, is not credible, and yet the NFL decides that he still should get six-game suspension, that it is more likely than not that something happened. Now, the reason that there has been so many stays of his suspension is because there are judges that are saying, you're not law enforcement. You're not the prosecutor's office. If the prosecutor, prosecutor and law enforcement don't see um, evidence here, why are you thinking that you know more than they do? Why are you stepping in outside of what you do professionally? That's really the bottom line. We know you have the power. That don't mean it's right. That don't mean that you're following what we consider to be uh, a fair process for Zeke Elliott. And that's why you keep getting more and more judges saying, I don't like this. You know, it's not like Ray Rice where there was a video, you know, or Greg Hardy where, where pictures were released. And you know what I mean? There's, there's, there's nothing like that. And so I think his mishandling of this, which is so important, I think means he should go. My opinion, I think he should go. And I hope, I hope Zeke wins. Now, if he did it, which I – you know, I don't know. You don't know. We don't know. Then he, you know, then he shouldn't have been fighting from day one. But he came out and said, "Hey, I'm, this is about my name. I'm gonna fight. So I got nothing to fight with. Well, fight on, bro. Because I can tell you for a fact, for every one valid domestic abuse case with a professional athlete, there are numerous others that the women are just looking to get paid." Now, I'm not in the, in the business of determining which is which. I'm just saying both exist. And from what my research has shown me, it leans more towards the people that are faking just to get paid than the actual ones that actually are valid. And that's all I got to say about that. So, Dallas, 5-3, and three, Philly 8-1. and one. Dallas, two and a half games behind Philly. They played Philly twice. Philly has a bye. I guess the question isn't can Dallas, because 
statistically, of course, they can catch them. The question is, will they? It's one of the big stories in the NFL right now is will Dallas watch any show, and within the first segment or two, they're saying, will Dallas catch Philly? Do you think Dallas can catch Philly? Donovan McNabb came on two weeks ago and said, NFC East race is over. Don't he look stupid? It's over. Philly has won the division. It's over. Hmm. Sure about that? Don't like Donovan McNabb, by the way, in case y'all didn't realize. Oh, he used to play for Philly, didn't he? And Washington. Ain't like I had to hate him for one team. He had to go play for the Redskins, too. Make me hate him twice. Anyway, let me start with K-Star. Will Dallas catch Philly? I'm going to say no. Um, I know that's the easy side to be on, considering that you know, it's like a two-game lead. <laughs> Cowboy hater. But anyway. No, but I mean, look at the Cowboys. I'm sorry. Look at look at what Philly is is doing, and I'm not really sure why it would change. I mean, they have you know Peters who's out for the year, but we just saw them handle the Broncos' defense without problems. They just acquired Jay Ajayi. So you know the you know the one thing you could say about Philly to date this year is they didn't have a very strong running game. I think that's going to change, and we saw a little hint of that on Sunday. And then defensively, I mean, they're getting Ronald Darby back, who's a very good corner. Who's missed almost every single game this season? Um, he was a big trade that they, uh, big cornerback they got before the year began, and really were high on. So I don't know. I feel like they're just a complete team, and I don't think that Dallas has as good as a defense, of a defense as as what Philly has to offer. And it's hard for me to find what they can exploit from Philly or why Philly would slow down um, two games to, to, to Dallas. You you don't think that Dallas defense is as good as Phillies? Did you watch the game? It's not. Yeah, it's not Did as you good. Watch I mean, the that, Dallas has a good pass rush, but the problem with with Dallas is that Sean Lee's been in and out of the lineup, and I don't know if that if he he's going to be in yeah. or out. Yeah, but he's also a guy that oh. consistently has had injury injury issues, and even when he's healthy, I still don't think it's as good as Phillies. It's good. So just, let me just let me just let me just re, let me just say that Philly's one loss came to Kansas City. <clears throat> just 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 yeah. Just, you guys just, lost. You got blown up by Denver. Yeah, we did. We did. What, we did. But when I mean I mean I mean I just I think your analysis of Dallas defense. Yeah, I think it can happen. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm just I, I mean I, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not at issue with your your choice. I'm at issue with your rationale. That defense is playing out of its mind. That defense is playing out of its mind. It's like, and for you to not recognize that. No, no, no. It's not that I don't recognize that they are playing very good. It's just that also Philly play, Philly's defense is also playing at a super high level too. So that's that's kind of the problem. And they have Darby coming back. Well, we expected. But we expected. We, but we. But here's the difference. We expected Philly's defense to play at that level. Did no one expected Dallas's defense to play this way? Nobody. Well, except yeah, me. Here's, here's, I the team very close. Here's what puts Philly over the top, though. We also expect Philly to acquire Jay freaking Ajayi. I mean, that's yeah, a good yeah. Yeah. Is it bigger than Zeke if he if he doesn't get suspended? Well, I'm not going to say it's bigger, but it's it's a substantial piece to to leave off. I mean, well, that, that that's not the comparison. Woo! I'm not saying is that Ajay is better than Zeke, but Philly's offense has been better, and they just acquired a high level player. You said Philly's offense is better. 
Yeah, I mean, as it stands, they've put more points on the board than Philly, or than uh, Dallas. It's close, though. We're splitting hairs. It, it's super close. So my point is they've acquired a Jai, so I'm not sure why they would, you know, play less efficiently than they have been to this point. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. Okay. I, I just, you know, it's just, I just, you know, I, I, I think when you compare the teams, I don't know that that uh, if you're saying Dallas isn't going to beat Philly, okay. Um, but I think when I look at when I look at you know schedules, um, both teams are in control of their own destiny. So both teams can decide, you know, whether they're going to win the division. Um, and, and Philly right now can actually, you know, be the number one seed. Um, Dallas would need a little help to have the number one seed, um, you know, because you do have, um, you know, New Orleans is at six and two. So, you know, you do you do have other teams that could that could take the number one seed. But um, I, I just I, the only reason I question is because, I, you know, watching the last three games and especially on the defensive side of the ball, uh, I mean, I mean, Alex Smith, 290 passes without an interception until he played Dallas. And that much maligned secondary got it, got the only pick off of Alex Smith all year, you know, leading the league in, in sacks with Demarcus Lawrence, David Irving coming back from a four game suspension monster, Sean Lee. We, we already know what Sean Lee can do. Jalen Smith. I mean, the defense is stout right now. It's just freaking tight. I, I, woo, man. That's why I say, man, I, I, I wouldn't just defer to Philly's defense on that. Um, that that's all my point was. That defense looked, you know, held, held Kansas City to 17 points. And really, really, if you think about it, you take away that fluke touchdown at the end of the second quarter, which I know you can't, but, <laughs> you know, you take away the Hill Mary, and they really held them to 10 points the whole game, you know? So, anyway. Um, that was a, that was Dr. Great Trent. But it, uh, hey, real quick, Steve, really, though, it, it just simply comes down to also the fact that two game head, head start. I mean, it's just tough. But it's possible. It's certainly it's possible. It's just. Well, no, we have and, and, two games, and they play each other, and they play each other twice, yep. which is which is which is which is helpful. You know, if they didn't play each other yep. twice, yep. Washington's already played them twice, so Washington can't do anything. But Dallas still has, yep. so that, that's why I, I, I like I like our chances because we still got to play them twice. Yep. You know, so yep. um, train your thoughts. Yeah, I, I wanted to take a. I'm glad you and K Star had a good minute there to discuss. Uh, a few things I need to look at the schedule to have a a better analogy than K Star. You know what I'm saying? He that football, he that football guru that uh say teams play teams play down the other team. So I wanted to make sure. I, like what we saw, like how we saw. Dallas I wanted to make sure. I wanted to make sure. I did my. I just clearly how we saw. Clearly how we saw Dallas play down to Denver earlier this season. I know. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. In case I wanted to make sure I did my homework. Cause, yeah. You know, so, uh, about time. About time. <laughs> so, um, in looking at the schedules, I'm simply going to say um, Dallas, I don't think Dallas will catch up because of the two-game lead. But just from looking at the schedules, I almost see a split, you know what I'm saying, with the with, with the heads-up matches. And I'm looking at the games that I think you guys will win on each, on, on each side of your leg, and I think Dallas may come up one game short from getting it. It'd be closer, and I, honestly, if it was flipped, if the records were flipped, I'd say Dallas. I just think that eight and one to to five and three right now, that's a that's a it's a it's a hole to dig out of. But in looking at the schedules, I'm like, okay, Philly can they can get those three teams. Dallas, yeah, they can get those four teams. 
Then you look at their head-to-head matchup, and I can't say from the head-to-head matchup that, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going with Dallas both these games, or I'm definitely going with Eagles both those games because I like the matchups of the team, you know, especially if Dallas defense, defense, defensive captain, Sun Lee can stay healthy. You're talking about a different defense um, when they meet. So week 11, which I just looked on the schedule, is something to look forward to. Dude, why is it that y'all have the primetime matchup every week? Because like, we're America's just team, baby. City, and then now America it's Atlanta team. this week. And I'm looking at the show like, holy shit, Dallas said Atlanta, who was supposed to pick? Yeah. Yeah, so, well, 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 you do know that here in Connecticut, they're playing the Giants and the fucking 49ers. Thank God I got I got, I got the NFL back. I, 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 seriously, the Giants and the 49ers at a 4 o'clock game here in Connecticut. Yeah. Enjoy. Oh, my God, the toilet bowl. Nice. <laughs> Before I turn it over to JB, I do want to note one thing for, for you two guys. Philly has a bye week, and then they come to Dallas, okay? If Dallas wins in Atlanta and then beats Philly at home, there's only one game separating them with six to go. So it, it's not as daunting of a task as it may appear when you just look at the records and say two and a half games and you look at the schedule. Literally, in two weeks, they could be one game apart. So I just wanted to throw that out there. JB, your thoughts? Well, um, you literally took what I was about to say. Um, I mean, literally, because I was looking at the same thing. So I'll just take it a a step further. I know a lot of folks probably say they got a bye week, they're going to be fresh, and there's a good chance because of that they can take out that. In the words of Lisa Corso, not so fast. Teams don't always come back and rebound after they've had that bye because you play a team that's been rolling. They get on a roll. They tend to stay on that roll. You get a bye, you interrupt your flow, you never know what's going to happen. And, and train, I've seen both schedules myself, and there's a lot of games in there that, that one can say can go either way for either team. So maybe I'm a homer, and this is my homer hat talking, but do I think it's possible? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, again, Tip my cap to the schedulers because the last game of the season could essentially be for the division. Cowboys traveling to Lincoln Financial Field last week of the season. And that one could be for all the marbles. So you think about how both teams have been playing. And and let me also go back to talk about the defense. When I first saw that game against uh, the the, the 49ers, they played well. Okay, that's 49ers. No big deal. Then the defense showed up against Washington. I'm like, all right, offensive line's got more holes than Swiss cheese. Yeah, I don't, I don't buy it. Then they played the Chiefs. Now, that one got my mind and my eyes wide open. It defense is for real. And the only thing that's keeping them from maintaining this level of play is just going to be overall health. Sean Lee stays healthy. Irving stays healthy. DeMarcus Lawrence stays healthy. Folks stay healthy. That's a formidable team on both sides of the ball. I just like to see that special teams kick in with some pump returns, some kick returns, just to break the tiebreaker if there is one between the offense and the defense. But there's a very good chance that the Cowboys can catch the Eagles. This division JB, is still up for grabs by all stretches of JB, imagination. Yes, sir. JB, the question was, will they? That was the question. Yes. Not is there, is there, the question yes. is, will they catch them? You're saying yes. Yes, okay. see. 
Oui, oui. Si, okay. Yes. Okay. Si. And, and, and I'm going to say yes, and it's going to happen in the next two weeks. In the next two weeks, they're going to end up being one game behind because they're going to beat Atlanta in Atlanta. Atlanta did not, has not looked impressive of late. Uh, four and four, third place in a division. I've said it. Julio said Jones it, dropping wide open touchdown. Hey, you know, but I've said it. I've said, yes, y'all, y'all got on me last year. MVP, what I say about Matt Ryan, I don't believe in him. I don't. Okay, he had a good statistical season, went to the Super Bowl. Um, you know, I get it. But so did Joe Flacco. Don't believe in him either. I don't believe. Who do I believe in? I believe in Drew Brees. I believe in Aaron Rodgers. I believe in Tom Brady. I believe in Dak Prescott. I believe in Carson Wentz. I believe in Deshaun Watson. There's just something about these players, even in a short window, that show me something that, and back when Matt Shaw played, before he had a meltdown, I said it about him. There are certain quarterbacks I'll watch, and I say, I don't see it. They can play good games. They're, 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 they're professional athletes. They're going to have good games. Ryan Leaf had good games, but he stunk overall. Right? They're going to have good games. But when I look at their career, I'm like, I don't see them as an upper echelon quarterback. And here we go, four and four, right? Julio Jones dropping wide open touchdown. But I mean, how often is you know when that happens? Yes, obviously it's Julio's fault. But there's something deeper going on, man. That's all, that's 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 top five wide receiver hands down. Top three hands down. Dropping that wide open stuff. Something's going on, man. Something's going on. So I like Dallas's chances of going into Atlanta and getting a win. And certainly, um, Jason, J, JB hit it right on the head. Hey, you know, Philly gets a week off, and that's great. But you know one thing I notice about Dallas? Bye weeks are good for healing. But Dallas is a rhythm team. And I'm not saying there are other teams that aren't rhythm teams. But I, I've noticed with the Cowboys in particular under Jason Garrett, it is about rhythm. Rhythm, 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 rhythm. And... I'm glad the bye week is gone now. They just keep playing. And, and while I think they will win the division, I don't want them to get a first-round bye. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't. Um, but the way they're playing, they may end up getting one of the top two seeds, in my opinion, or playing at that level. It could happen. But I wouldn't be mad at all if they – you know, didn't get one of the first two seeds, hosted hosted the first game and then had to go on the road. I wouldn't be mad about it at all because I think back to last year when they took that week off and it took a while for them to wake up and, and, and they couldn't quite catch, you know, the Packers. So I say it's going to happen, and I say we find out in the next two weeks. And if they don't win these next two games, okay, guys, then I'll come on here and, you know, train can sit up there and say, hey, man, I got a jacket I didn't buy. You know what I mean? He can, he, can, he can come at me. You know what I mean? You know, T, I tried to take the high road. I didn't know the address, you know. And I'll sit there and say, you got me, Train. It is not looking good for the Cowboys at this point. But I agree with JB. I think they will catch him. And um, it may go down, as JB said, to that last game of the year. It may very well be that that may be the deciding game. We'll see. Um, all right. Um. Let's see. So when we look at division leaders, who do we think at this point of all the division leaders, 
could still miss the playoffs, who could falter down the stretch and and not make it into the playoffs. So I'm going to give Train, Train a minute to pull up the standings and, 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 and check out the teams. I'll give Train a minute to do that, and I'll start with K-Star. Hmm. Well, damn. Or should I start with JB? Right. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Um, so I'm gonna go with the with the Jaguars because while they have a great foundation, they still have the quarterback problem that I think we all acknowledge, and we've seen Reard's ugly head uh, a couple of times this season already, which cost them a couple of games. So. Um, you know, who if they falter, who can be the rightful heir to their downfall? I think that would be Tennessee. They got Marcus Mariota back there, uh, have a very good running game, and they have this rookie, Corey Davis, who was the first receiver selected in the draft, um, returned this past week, and he looked really good. And he's already in the starting lineup, and he has some big-time talent. And when you look at Blake Bortles, you wonder the question is consistency. He hasn't shown that throughout his entire career. Is that going to change for the next eight games? I don't know. I don't think he's a good quarterback still. I think that he can still cost them some games, and if that happens, I think that Tennessee will be there to take the division. So I'm going to go with Jacksonville because of Blake Bortles. Okay. That's a good one. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. All right, JB. Uh, hey, K-Star, I think you, you may want to – Check somebody else because Jacksonville actually isn't the one leading the division. Tennessee is. Uh, don't they have the same record? I mean, really? Yeah, they do. They have, they they have, have the same Tennessee. record and the same division. Tennessee record. has the tiebreaker. Tennessee has the tiebreaker. Tennessee is beating Jacksonville back in week two. So is it Tennessee oh, that you're going to go with? No. I'm still, you know what? I'm just going to say that whatever. That. The, yeah, it's fine. They're tied. They're tied. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Ah. They're tied. Season ain't over yet, so they're tied. It's okay. Ah. Hey, JB. Got my eyes on you, K-Star. Uh, I'm going to go with the one that I think has the best chance. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I'm actually going to say Kansas City. And, and the reason why I'm going to say that, it, it, as strange as it may seem, Oakland is not the team that used to be. Broncos aren't the team that used to be. Chargers aren't the team that used to be. But for some reason, I feel like that's still a division that reminds me in some ways of the NFC East, minus the Giants, of course, in, in this particular season. They seem to beat up on one another. And I think as we get further into the season and we have more divisional games played, you might start seeing those teams – beat each other up to the point the Raiders may, may catch fire because they've got the talent of, of, of all four teams. They may be the – they might be the most talented, arguably. So I'm going to say Kansas City just because of the fact that the divisional game is going to kick in, and I still think we haven't seen the best of the Raiders. Okay. Dr. Train. Um. Yeah, man, I'm I'm here. I had to laugh for a minute because, you know, the guy who say teams play down to other teams, man, still didn't do his research, just randomly picked a team that wasn't even at the top of their division. I don't even know how to do that. 
supposed to be a football show. We're supposed to know ourselves, man. You just go pick a team. And let's hope, let's hope, let's hope your analysis was as good as mine as you're still picking a team. Hey, can you repeat the question for K-Star so that he can re-answer his question? Because I think I don't know. You know, it takes five minutes. To put, it takes two. It takes one minute to put hey, up man, the website. This, this, the man, sure the man is clearly bro. stalling. You're stalling. You know, I, you're stalling, I, I, you're stalling I mean, bro. It, I, I, Spit it hey, out. Hey, hey. I already have my answer. I'm just, you know, I just want to. We're a football show. We have integrity to keep. I want you to stay with us, bro. You know. Top of the division, not second place. Um, I'm gonna say the Rams. Um, Seattle, as um, as as much as we've seen the Rams have the Seattle number uh, in the past mm-hmm. this year, when I when that game came up, and I'm just like, oh man, the Rams got to get this one. Seattle came in, and pulled it out, and uh, Seattle has a way of playing pretty good down the stretch getting ready for playoffs. So the ball teams, I think, may not may not grab their division, even though they're at the top. Um, I'll say Seattle. I mean, I'll that's, a that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. K-Star is going to regret the fact that he ever said playing down to the other team because he's going to regret that. But anyway, um, um, and and just to answer your statement earlier, K-Star, no, Dallas didn't play down to the freaking Broncos. They just dunk it up. <laughs> they just sucked that day. That's it. They didn't play down. They just they were terrible. I mean, it just was terrible. Period. I I'm not going to defend them. They were awful. We're not they like... deserved they they deserved the ass whooping that Denver put on them because they played like crap. So I'm I'm glad. That's you know, weird because Dallas is a good team. You know, not a good team now. Sounds like, that sounds like that's anomalous performance. That that they are a good team now, but they were not playing like a good team then. They played like garbage, garbage, and deserved it. And good for good for Denver. Not Denver sucks. But anyway, um, I'm going to agree with Dr. Train. I was toying between the Rams and the Saints, um, because I thought you know, uh, uh, you know, but but when when Cam Newton does an interview and says the Titanic, um, I think he's he's it's um, <laughs> um. I think the team's probably going to sink like the Titanic. Um, so I couldn't, I couldn't, and, I, and I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a closet Saints fan because I love Sean Payton and I love Drew Brees, and Drew Brees has won me two champions, two uh, fantasy football champions. By the way, I won both my games this week. They weren't even close. I'm so happy. First time all year that I've actually won both my games. I'm just, I, this was just, this, you know, I had a great work event this weekend. I, I won both my fantasy football games, and the Cowboys won. Um, and other things happened that I won't say on the air. But anyway, um, I'm going to go with the Rams as well. And really, Train kind of hit it where I was going. Um, I think the Rams are a year away. I just, I don't, I don't, I'm not there yet. Um, they're close. But I think the Seahawks, I think we're going to see a changing of the guard from this year to next year. Unless... Because uh, the Seahawks have had, you know, Legion of Boom, and I know, and and you know, I know I can hear someone saying, "Well, the Seahawks just lost at home to Washington." You're right. I think that's going to wake them up. <laughs> I think that's that's their wake up call. You know, you let a mediocre, mediocre, mediocre uh, <laughs> <Christian> team <laughs> come in. Y'all should y'all should get that reference. Uh, Redskin team come in and beat you at home. 
You got to stay um, right, T. They play down to their competition, bro. Come on, man. Stay with it. I mean, Pixar know what he's talking about, man. He know what he's talking about. They play down to the competition. The Redskins call them slipping. We get it. Sell them, K-Star. Get them, get them right. <laughs> Media. Hey, man, Media you're right. Over. It's true. They, 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 they should have won that game. But they didn't, and they, had, they, they, they didn't, and and um, I, I don't, yeah, I'm, I don't see the playing down. They just, they got beat. But I think it's going to wake them up, and I think this aging defense, um, I think we're going to see a changing of the guard. I think next year, man. Um, but I think this year, I think Seattle's going to have just enough to hold them off. And I don't see I don't I think with what's gonna happen in NFC East and what's gonna happen in NFC South, I see one team coming out of the north and one team coming out of the west. That's how I'm looking at it. Um I don't believe in the Panthers because Cam Newton isn't a leader to me. And when he shows me he can be a leader, then I'll be on his bandwagon. But right now, I, I don't see it. I don't see it at all. Um Drew Brees is the ultimate leader. And um I'm glad to see the Saints play well because I'm a Closet Saints fan. Um, I think the Cowboys are going to put the Falcons out of their misery and put them below 500, and then they'll spiral out. Um, you know, I, I, yeah. Um, in, in trains division, you know, I think the Vikings are just going to run away with it. Um, I've said it all along, and I just hate when I'm right. But Detroit, I don't believe in Matthew Stafford, never have. You know, puts up stats, but other than that, what has he done? Not one postseason victory in his career. Um, and he's the highest-paid player in the NFL. I, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to side with Train on this. Um, I think the Rams right now are the team. Although I, I see where Jay's coming from with the Chiefs. I see it, too, um, because I think the Raiders are starting to get a little swag going. And, um, you know, the Chiefs having lost three out of four, I, I could see that happening. So I'm not I'm – not, I'm not mad at Jay on that one. And, yeah, I know, okay, so K-Star didn't pick a division leader technically, but they're both 5-3. and three. Um, They're both 2-1 and one in their division. And I think one of those two teams is going to rise. And, um, um, yeah, you know, there they were, they were rumblings that the Jaguars were trying to get a quarterback. And, you know, what about Eli? Eli could have went over there and did something, I think. I think that would have been a yep. good fit for Eli. Um, but, yeah, absolutely. Um, but it didn't happen. So um, I think, I think, you know, I see where you're coming from. So, yeah, I think, I think all of our picks are reasonable picks. And, and, you know, the funny thing is we, we, we may all be wrong, but someone's going to falter down the stretch. <laughs> someone, wouldn't it be something if it was the Patriots? You know, it's like, mm. it's like, it's like, it's, it's just like, it, we, we don't, no one even, t- it's just like, it's sacrilegious. Like, shut your mouth. The Patriots, what are you kidding me? But, you know, those teams, all of those teams are playing tough, AFC East teams. They're all playing tough. Look at what them Jets did Thursday night. All the teams are playing tough. So, you know, we'll see. But um, So my, my, my question is, if two of the three analysts here said earlier that the Cowboys were going to take that division and win, why no one picked from your guys' side, you and Jay, no one, you guys didn't pick Philadelphia. To like miss the playoffs. No, no, to miss the playoffs. Oh, I don't think Philly will miss the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think they'll miss the playoffs. I just don't think they'll win the division. This is the miss the playoffs. That's why. Yeah, okay. Uh, All right, a couple other things. Um, So, um, you know, 
AJ Green, if you guys have ever seen AJ Green, um, he is the quietest, um, you know, very mellow, you know, and and dude went off. <laughs> we saw AJ Green go off. We saw Mike Evans go off. You know, we saw Deion Sanders go off. I mean, I mean, JB, what's going on? Is this is this is there something behind it, or is it just a coincidence with the fights this week? Well, I, well, I think it's a coincidence because you just named a couple individuals that, especially the first one, that you don't hear boo about. Um, and I really want to talk about AJ because obviously we don't really truly condone that kind of behavior and all that. But I, I will say this. The way the Bengals season has gone, he's put up the most fight the entire season for the whole dog on team. I mean, he went hog wild. My man just went. He went. Well, he went ham on him, as they said a few years ago. He went behind him and yoked him up and threw him to the ground. I thought we was gonna have a cage referee. People were gonna be chanting and whatnot. I mean, he just whatever Ramsey did got underneath his skin in the worst way. So to see him go off like that, part of me was, was glad to see it because that team is underperforming so bad, they need to have somebody just, just slug it out. But I think just overall, I think it's just a coincidence. I don't really make anything of it. The whole Mike Evans thing, uh, that was really provoked more by Winston than anything else. So that, that really should have never happened to begin with. So it, it's just one of those things that just happened to pop up. But it is entertaining to see and entertaining to talk to uh, to discuss and talk about. Okay. Um, Trey, any thoughts on the fights? <laughs> the fights. <laughs> man, ain't nothing like a little UFC and football there now and then, man. That was like two real naked chokes. He ain't making nobody submit, but that was two in one fight. <laughs> really, man, it just come down to the frustration of losing. I, I think in AJ Green's particular cases, that's that's just frustration. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And in some cases, you know, players. What, what I don't, the players do take cheap shots. And one thing that came to mind when I was seeing the different clips of players kind of taking the, the cheap shot when the other players is relaxed and not really tensed up to take a hit, it's easy to get an injury in those cases. Cause you're not, yeah. you're not bracing yourself, you're not prepared for the hit, and then all of a sudden it happens. Your knee goes wrong, buckled the wrong way, and you know there goes some weeks or or there goes your season, and then stack that on top of the frustration of either currently losing the game or ha- having a losing season. Hey man, sometimes the pot just boil over, bro. Um, yeah, K-Star, any thoughts on the fisticuffs? Yeah, we've seen this a couple of years ago with uh, Josh Norman and, and Odell Beckham. So I think that this isn't um, actually a coincidence. I think that this is a sign of the times of social media and there being more pressure individually on players than there ever has been before because these players do read their mentions. They, they, they get all that hype now more so than ever before, again, in the social media generation that we're in. And so I think that not only do they have the team pressure, but they have that pressure from their fans. And, you know, 
certainly Jalen, I'm sure, was talking junk to him. And A.J., you know, he had one catch that, at, to that point, and he probably was just super frustrated. And also, you know, again, the, the pressure that, that is put on him and on these players is much different than, you know, what we've seen in the past. I don't think we really um, think about that as much because it's just a different era and it's, it's a lot more, you know, again, pressure on these guys than ever before. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I, I am one that doesn't believe that they should get suspended. Um, I mean, it is a physical, violent game, and then you suspend someone um, because they, they hit another player. I mean, if it's a cheap shot, like during the game, you know, we, we've seen, you know, Von, Vontez perfect and that kind of stuff, okay, yes. But, I mean, if it's two people squaring off, like in hockey, and something happens, find them. You know, let the team deal with it, but don't suspend them. I just, you know, it's 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 an emotional game, and I'm happy the NFL allowed for the um, the, the uh, celebrations again. Um, you know, we're back to seeing celebrations like we used to back in the old days, and it's added a nice flavor to the game. But I just I just don't see why why suspend them. You know, I just find them because we don't want the fighting. Well, I, I kind of think it's entertaining, but you, we don't want the fighting, but you know, don't suspend them for it. You know, it, 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 you know there is we we get a a view from home that is cleaned up for TV. You know, those guys on that field, and and there's a lot of jabbing and jawing and talking and you know emotions and it's their livelihood. And um, you know, for AJ Green, and he didn't get suspended, but Mike Evans got suspended. And I don't think Mike Evans should have got suspended because from what I saw, Jameis Winston was instigating it. You know, mm-hmm. he was on the sideline pointing at dude, you know, and, 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 you know, so you suspend Mike Evans when Jameis Winston instigated the damn thing. I, if anything, I would, if you're going to suspend someone, suspend the guy who started the whole thing. Mike Evans went to protect his quarterback. I don't blame him for that. He saw his quarterback, who was injured, getting pushed, and went over to defend him. I ain't got no problem with that. Now, maybe he overreacted or didn't know what was going on. But, hey, at the heat of the moment, hey, that's what you're going to do, you know? Um, uh, our boy uh, Oakland, it came off the bench. Okay, you got to suspend him for that because he wasn't on the field. And you can't be coming off the bench. I don't care if it is your cousin, cousin Mook Mook and Pookie and, and, and Ray Ray and all them. I don't care if it's all them. Out on the field, okay? I really don't. You you can't come off the. But if he was already on the field, so ah, let it go. I just think there's got to be like a threshold where you just realize it's an emotional game, and you know we gonna let this one go. You know, like you said, like you did with AJ Green, who don't get into no trouble, and you said we'll find him, but we're not suspending either one of them. I agree with that. You know, um, but anyway. So, um, we had two of our four hosts submit power rankings and two didn't so the two that didn't have no say this week just like it's election day if you didn't vote you have no say there will be a new mayor in bristol jb oh no it's good oh it is all right good yeah ellen ellen zappo won oh she did she won yes sir well all well, wrong Yes, the other guy's an idiot. Cocaine, he's an idiot. Well, I had to say, bro. 
Yeah, no, nah, he's an idiot. I'm glad he lost. He's an idiot. But anyway, um, so TMV Power Rankings for Week Nine are as follows. And thank you, Doctor Train, for your submission. Um, not that I want to single out the guys that didn't submit, but thank you, Doctor Train, for your submission. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> the Vikings. I number five. The Saints, actually. Hey, oh, hold on, man. I'm doing this. We and I don't have no. AJB, we sent topics, though. You did send topics. Thank you. You sent good topics. Thank you. You're right you on did point, send topics. Uh, you're right on point. You did send topics. You did half your job. That's good. You, you still get you still get a paycheck. Okay. Um, all right. Let me do a little, a little Bill Cosby behind me. All right. Number five, the Minnesota Vikings. Number four, the New Orleans Saints. Number three, the New England Patriots. Number two, K-Star's very own Pittsburgh Steelers. And number one, the Dallas Cowboys. No, I'm just kidding. The Philadelphia Eagles, number one. (laughs) I thought I saw somewhere Dallas Cowboys at three this week on somebody's par rankings. I nearly fainted. Mm. I saw somebody at them at three. One One of the... uh, one of the one of the whoever does rankings, one of them had the Cowboys at three. I gotta find out who it was, but they had the Cowboys at three. I, I I'm okay seeing that, but they're not three. Um, I tried, I tried to to make a case to get them at five. <laughs> I was like, can I get them at five? Can I squeeze them in at number five? But I did. I couldn't do it, but I tried really hard. Um, but I but I couldn't do it. I was looking at the Rams, and I'm like, but the Rams beat them, so I, I can't do that, and I, I couldn't do it. The Rams was my iffy team, but the Rams beat the Cowboys, so how could I justify that? So that is the Madden Voices Paul rankings for this week. All right, so um, with that, we are at the end of the show, gentlemen. Um, oh, one one final thing though. Let me just let me just one final thing. Then I'll give you guys the floor. Um, I didn't start off this week talking about the tragedy in Texas, and, and the reason is because. I, I want us to be a reprieve from all what's going on in the news. It seems like every week, every week now, there's something. And I, and I, I thought kind of last week, I spent a lot of time on the New York thing. And I guess it's because, you know, I was on my way to New York. I was there. I was in Brooklyn uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, well, actually between Brooklyn and Manhattan. Um, so it kind of touched me because I spent a lot of time in New York um, and, and so I thought about it, and I said, well, you know, we're a football show. I'm not going to spend a lot of time. Um, I will say this, though, you know, thoughts and prayers to anyone within earshot that might have been affected by the senseless murder um, down in Texas on Sunday. And where are we as a country when you can't even go to church? You can't even go to church without worrying about what could happen. I want you all, just everybody out there hearing this, just think about where are we now as a country and not that this is the first time this has happened, but it's still happening where you have to worry when you go to church. Just sad. Okay, with that said, uh, let's start with Dr. Train. Final words. Bro, let's say I'm, I'm excited about the next second eight games, the, the second half of the season, man. Uh, get to see what our quarterback is made of. Uh, you know, I didn't pick when we, when we talked about you know, division lead. I mean, there is a window for Chicago to actually get the division. I, I don't know if it'll happen. I don't know if we. Necessarily, I don't necessarily think we have enough. You know, that is 
it is truly wishful thinking. Let me be real. I mean, we still got Philly. We got Philly on the schedule. Uh, you know, lost. I mean, it, it, it'll be tough to beat Detroit two games. You know, we still got Minnesota. Uh, and I, I think we got another, another tough opponent. Huh? Another loss. Sorry. You keep interrupting me, man. What do you want to say? <laughs> you want to tell me we about to play down to another team? About to tell another team about to play hey, down man, to us? You better hope. 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 You better this would be Dr. Train's last word. Thank you. Okay, so, okay, so I'll shut the hell up. So we will move back to uh, the regular schedule program here. Um, like I said, man, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to see my Bears play the second half, you know what I'm saying? Just really to see the development of Mr. Trubisky, you know what I'm saying? It's definitely not our year this year. The defense is still playing well. I really hope we can keep Big Fangio for next season, you know, but we'll see how that goes. On, on and then on the flip side, it's, it's going to be more – exciting football, and I was serious about the statement I saw, I said earlier. Like, Dallas is seriously, seriously has a solid matchup almost every week. And I'm like, good grief. No wonder there would be a, America's game of the week, like, almost every week. So, but there's more football to go along with that, so. And, oh, yeah, by the way, your boy is still one loss in the league. Oh, it feels good. Fantasy football, yeah, FL. I got to get it this year. I can feel it. It's like a hand itching when you know you got money coming. Yeah, you, you've country, never man. won, right? No. You've never no, been? So I'm quitting. Okay. So yeah. you can join me and K-Star with win a championship. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done before somebody else says something Hey, I, you know, I had to throw it out there because I'm, I'm I'm below 500, so I can't. I don't think this is gonna be my year either. Um, I'm not mad about it. Um, work is, you know, work is. There's so much going on with my job. That's where my focus has been. But hey, I get in my little FF when I can. But um, K Star, not this. If you if you want to, you know, uh, 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 jump the line on Doctor Train. Now, now you have the floor, K Star. Your final words. All right, well, I'm certainly going to handle that better than Dion did and uh, how Train did, you know, all the feelings and stuff, but uh, I'm just playing. Um, man, it, it, we're already halfway through the season. I know we say all the time that, damn, this is happening way too quickly. We're in, like, the double digits of weeks now. Like, you know, we're, we're in the, we went from the single digits week nine to the double, to the double digits of week ten, and it's like, damn, man, it's, it's going by too quickly. And hopefully as the season progresses, things in the real world, Chill out, because it's just getting ridiculous. Um, and, uh, yeah, I hope everyone enjoys the season. I'm going to actually go to the Steelers game uh, at Indy this, this upcoming Sunday. So I'm going to see the Steelers here for the second consecutive season. Last year we destroyed them. I expect us to do that hey, again. Hey, make sure you don't play down Sunday. your competition, bro. Just saying. Hey, hey man, I know, those. right? <laughs> I know, I know. The great Bill Parcells wants to warn us about trap games and playing down. So hopefully we don't do that, you know. I mean, I've been in good company with Bill Parcells myself. Um, hey, hey, so yeah, he no. never said playing down. He did say trap game. <laughs> playing down. He never said playing down. He just said trap game. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. yeah, that's all I got. Uh, I'm going to this game this Sunday. 
right. JB, final words. <clears throat> final words, well, from uh, a personal perspective, a good friend of mine, Tanya, turned 50 today. I want to say happy birthday to her. She's uh, battling an illness. I don't know if she wants it to be disclosed, but uh, obviously prayers for a speedy recovery. And then my best friend of, what, 38 years, Brian's birthday is today. He's 42, so I'll be joining him That's 12 hard. days from now. And Yep, today's uh, his birthday. Hey, Brian. Right. Yeah, give him, yeah, give him a 42 punch beat down. So, yeah, happy birthday to both of them. I hope they're having terrific, fantastic days. Uh, from a football perspective, uh, you know, K-Star, you, you hit it on the head. Can't believe the season halfway over. Uh, it's been a great uh, an absolutely fantastic first half of the year, and I'm really looking forward to seeing the uh, – the second half of the year and see what kind of outcomes uh, come to play. And really now I'm curious to see uh, about that question, which team is going to, uh, which leader, division leader has the best chance to miss the playoffs. I'm curious to see what's going to happen. We, we've had some good predictions and some good good uh, discussion. So I'm curious to see how that's going to go out. So more football, looking forward to it. Hey, JB, do you volunteer to keep track of that? Look at division leaders and just maybe make a note on your cell phone or something and, and let's see how the, how the season goes. Can can you do that for us? Yes, yeah, I'll do that right now. Okay, excellent. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, well, listen, you know, I, I, I always have a lot I could say, and I don't say much. Um, actually, no, that's not true. I say a lot. But, um, you know, I just – I hope that people – are enjoying football because for me, I don't know what everybody does on Sundays. Okay. I don't know what people do. I mean, Thursday night, you know, is an iffy night. Um, you know, like this Thursday, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go back to New York for an event. So by the time I get home, the game will be over. So I won't be watching um, the game Thursday night cause I gotta work. Um, usually I can catch Sunday and I can usually catch Monday night, but Sunday is, football religion for me, okay? Sunday is the day. Everybody knows, my family knows, my kids know. Hey, if the house ain't burning down, I don't want to hear nothing from anybody on Sunday. Don't holler at me. Don't don't bother me. Um, you know what I mean? I, I it is the day because we only get a handful. We only get 4 months of this. And we're already halfway through. We're already we're, we're in November. We're going Thanksgiving's a little more than 2 weeks away. Christmas 6 weeks away. You know, and so I hope that everyone is enjoying football and make it fun. Don't just make, you know, for me, it's either I'm either at the store Sunday morning or Saturday afternoon. And like, what am I making today? I'm going to grill. Am I going to make some ribs? Am I going to make steak? Am I going to, you know, what am I going to do? I put thought into it. Chips, dip. You know, what is my preferred beverage going to be? If the Cowboys have a late game, I shy away from the alcohol. I'm getting old. I fall asleep. If the Cowboys have an early game. Hey, I may dive into alcohol because if I fall asleep later, at least I saw the Cowboy game. But I, I, I treat it with the reverence that it deserves. You don't have to be at and think, uh, hey, I went to a game this year, K-Star, hey, it's great, you know, that we can get to live games and enjoy. But for the most part, we're watching at a bar or at home. So what are you doing to maximize the fun and the pleasure of it? Not just watch the game, but are, are you doing it to the best of what you want to do as what makes you happy? Maybe next week we'll compare notes and talk and, and do a segment on, you know, what I call, and I, it's just me talking here, um, at-home tailgating. What are you doing at home to really enjoy and celebrate 
football? What are you eating? What do you do? You have your friends over? Is it, is, are you by yourself? What kind of TV are you using? Do you have surround sound? You know, do you, do you have NFL Network? I mean, I'm sorry, NFL Package. You can watch any game you want. Or I think next week, guys, just get prepared. That's going to be a segment. How do you enjoy your football Sunday? And maybe – Maybe I'm maybe I'm just weird. Maybe you know I, I'm I'm the only one that goes all out. That's okay. That's okay. But maybe I'm giving people something to think. Maybe I'm giving you guys K Star trained um, JB. Maybe I'm giving you guys something to think about. Because for me, when it's over, I miss it. You know, I don't miss basketball when it's over because it ends in June and it's back at the end of October. It's like I barely had time to go to the bathroom and basketball's back. Okay, so I don't really miss basketball. And it's here for eight, nine months, so I don't miss basketball. And baseball's too damn slow to miss it. Um, I don't even know who won the World Series. Who won Houston? Yeah, okay, whatever. Good luck. Congratulations. But football, when it's gone, it's gone for six months. I may not be alive when football comes back. You know what I'm saying? So just just enjoy. Absorb the game. What do you, I want to know. I want to know what people are doing. I may even, you know what I may do? Maybe either on the Madden Voice page or maybe on my own Facebook page, I may put a post up when Sunday gets closer and then refer to that. But what does everybody do to enjoy their football Sunday? I'm curious because if you're not doing something special, maybe you should. Life is short, right? Life is short. And if you really love football, then maximize the time in front of the TV or at the bar or at the stadium. I want to hear. I, hey, maybe, you know what? Maybe y'all could give me some ideas on things that I can do differently. Maybe there's food that I could buy that, um, you know, that I'm not even thinking of. Maybe there's something, you know, there's a company called Gold Belly. It's kind of pricey, but it's specialized food from around the country. Check it out. Gold Belly. Check it out. Some serious food on there that you could order like by Tuesday, Wednesday and get it in time for the game. Check it out. That's why I want to share. So next week we're going to do that segment. I just, I just made it up, and that's what we're going to do. So there. All right. So in the meantime, whatever y'all doing on Sunday, enjoy it, enjoy it, enjoy it. And um, I hope everybody has a great rest of the week. So for Dr. Train, for JB, and for K-Star, I want to say, hey, we are the Madden Voice. Love doing the show. Love being with my brothers. And, uh, hey, just remember, guys, we saw it with A.J. Green, we saw it with Mike Evans, and we kind of saw it with prime time. All feuds are settled on the field. See everybody next week. Good night. Thank you.